For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. We simply says this. All of our loved ones and closest were to come tonight before you and I. You can hear the gospel and you don't feel anything, then you are in your most dangerous position. Hey, y'all, come gather round and I'll tell the tale of Maker's Mound. Here stands a warning to a man, don't ever dare to raise your hand against the one from o'er the sea, made everything will ever be. Here lies Ford, what's left to him is buried in the alkaline. Jim was born in 24 and he worked the farm till he was poor Then struck out for the golden land, King James Bible in his hand Gonna tell the tale to all the folks, keep them off from going broke The good Lord helps a righteous man, just drop y'all nickels in the pan The good word spread and he earned his bread, it traveled across the great Midwest Giving sermons in a tent for the latest call him heaven sent. He could drive the devils underground, could pull the rain down from the clouds. And never was a heresy when Jimmy took the stage to speak. Brother Ford Leviticus had been out in the underbrush He'd walked the desert forty days Gone out searching for the flame And heard it burned on Moses' salt He took his dogs and set a watch Come home blinded and half lame Nothing left but for his name and the Folks was telling Brother Ford About the man who had the word Was coming to their little town Revival at the Maker's Mound Preacher Jim, they said to him, can make the wicked pure again. Slinging that divining rod, he is sure the right hand man of God. his traveling case Now what I got here said to them the answer to the wicked man well I know he's waiting in his place so let him come up toward the stage now look around good people of the town that God forgot to love for 
But one among you stands within the circle of the devil's kin For though blind was he, he could hear the preacher's words and see that he was just a charlatan, not the man he claimed to be. He stood up on his bamboo cane and let his voice out to exclaim, Go the back from whence you came, like know your other name. Now preacher Jim threw back his head and laughed until his face was red. He said, Oh man, you proselyte, we never met before tonight, like it. Read it on your face and see that you've been stricken lame Wherefore you've been seeking out the holy fire God Now brother Ford opened his eyes The pupils dead and faded white He said, I walked among the wolves The coyotes and the tumblewood Love, I seen the burning bramble tree And I heard the voice of God to speak Told me there's a sinfulness can never be undone Folk all were still as dirt Preacher Jim took off his shirt He indicated on his chest A bloody wound was never dressed In the place where it was his heart Was darkness and nothing more Now Brother Ford Leviticus is Given unto wickedness And anyone can plainly see The sacrifice that I have made for thee Now God has brought him from the sands And here before you For it does stand a symbol Of your greatest sins Arise, tear him limb from limb Maker's line, who dared to drink the maker's wine, who dared to seek the maker's flame, who dared to speak the maker's name. Here lies Ford, what's left of him is buried in the alkaline. Hey, this is your host, Alan. I wanted to spend a little time with you before the show started. That was Brother Ford by Brad Armstrong off his latest album, I Got No Place Remembers Me. It dropped last year. It was one of my favorite albums that came out. I've really enjoyed that one. Check that out. Um, This is an Off the Deep End with Big John. We're going to get a thing rolling here in just a second. But if you haven't done so, this is a big help to me. On whatever app that it is that you listen to on, if there is an option, would you rate and review the show? 
Follow us on Facebook. You can see some of the things that we got coming up. We've got more Facebook live streams. We've got these private concerts that we do. They're an hour long. Um, I'll give you two weeks. We'll promote it for two weeks. And then when it happens, 7 to 8 on a Thursday night, at 8 o'clock when it's over, we delete it forever. So if you weren't there, you, you missed it. And so that's just a way for us to treat it like a show and to build some community uh, amongst ourselves and to have conversation while we're enjoying whoever is playing for us for that hour. I'd love for you to be there and hang out virtually, as that is the best that we can do. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan, and well, i got to say it, I think it's going to be an off the deep end. i got Big John here with me. What up, guys? How's hey. it going? What up, Alan? <laughs> How's your life tonight? Hey, doing good, brother. Can't good. complain. Good, good. Just met up with an old co-worker of yours. Yeah, yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, yeah. Sat down with CT. How'd that go? That's going to be a good one. It'll drop before this one, so we'll already know. But, okay. Um, I mean, this is right after it happened. Yeah, he's good, too. Yeah, I told him there for a while when I would see him out in town, I'm like, Dude, I feel like every time I come up to you, I need to congratulate you for something else that was published. Just at, just every time I see you, congratulations, man. Right. Yeah. That's how we should open up our dialogue. Yeah, yeah. It's big things. That's right. It's cool. Right here in Columbus. Yeah. No, it, it's crazy, dude, because, you know, Tennessee Williams was from here. Yeah. All that stuff. There's plenty of, like, really bluesy stuff. There was a blues house, the Elbow Room, you remember? Mm-hmm. So there's lots of history. There's a blue and mark. We maybe we may know one of those historical figures just in the making. We don't know yet. Right. Only time will tell. Right. And uh, the humility. Oh uh, man. CT's a great guy. Great guy. He is absolutely a great dude. I give him that over being a better poet. <laughs> what would you want to be remembered for when you die anyway? Great guy. Great guy. Realize what's on the newspaper page Today's headlines all ain't in gray But sooner or later the pages they'll fade Ashes to ashes, cradle to grave My little boy's innocence sees no lies Just beautiful people living their lives What we're told is a different point of view It's yours is mine and yours is his too It's black and white Red, white Tattoo. 
on your guns and lend a hand And so don't you judge his traditional stand We all have voices, not all degree. Almost around a month, somewhere around there. I had just moved into this place. And when I, Man, when that, that was that was so wild. You pulling up on me Monday? Yeah, dude. <laughs> you're just sitting out at Munson's, and I was like, I was coming in from work. I saw I saw that car coming in. And I was like, I see the driver, but that's not the right car. Yeah. And you rolled down the window. Hey, man. What up, dude? <laughs> so, what, what are you doing? I'm getting this episode put up. What are you doing? Hey, let's get together and hang out sometime this week. I'll see you later. <laughs> and just head it out. Yeah. I'm like, I'll text you. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah, and we made it. We made it. Back <laughs> again. It's awesome. Yeah, man. Which is wild like, right now because it seems like a time where you, you don't really run into anybody like that. Anymore. No, nobody's stopping and talking to anybody it, on it the street. It used to be like something common. Yeah. You know? Now it's like, yeah. beep, beep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you get the meet me. Or the. Yeah, no, I was like, that's Alan sitting there. I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there in the. Right on the side of the road trying to get a episode uploaded. Hey, man. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. I'm telling you, my, my internet at the house won't do it. Like, so if I don't do it at work. Yeah. I try to just stop by Munson's on my way home from work, you know. Like, what are you, well, what type of internet do you use? Is it DSL or? The closest thing that you can compare it to would be like, I would say satellite. And it's supposedly like the best that we could get in our area. It's better than what we had. Okay. But it's not good. Like, in the beginning, John, like, my episodes would upload from the house. Yeah. But now, I change providers and they used to upload like usually I know I can get an episode uploaded if it's like 30 minutes but if it's anything, anything more than that yeah I, I might as well just like save my time 
do something else because it's not gonna. It's not gonna. It's, work. Not gonna, it's just not enough. It's gonna get at ninety five percent, and it's just gonna spin yeah, until the computer was to go dead. If it wasn't plugged up, you know, it would like eternally spin. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it, it was it was crazy running into you, man. I can hear his excitement. I can tell that he's yeah. Ready. No, we got a plan, man. He's ready to talk about something. So, man, yeah. what are, how are we gonna open this thing up? I don't know, dude. We could, uh, you know. We've been sitting around and, you know, we were sitting out there on the porch talking, smoking a cigarette before we started. Right. Talking about, you know, restaurants. Yeah. And going through the drive-thru. You know? Yeah. Man, I was sitting there and, you know, I placed my order. And then I just had my window just rolled down listening. Not really listening, but, you know, just kind of hearing. Something on over the motor. Yeah. Hearing what's going on behind me. Okay, yeah. Well, everything's off. You're just kind of hearing your surroundings. Yeah. And totally th- wrong. People <laughs> are assholes. Oh, my God, dude. Yes. I, ca- I can't believe it sometimes, man. I'm like, why are you so mean? You don't even know this person. And check this out. Like, I believe, like, that Zachary sign here in Columbus on, you know, on 82 as you're coming through. Like, I there haven't is, seen th- this. There is a such thing as hangry. I think they call it zangry, though. You know, they have to say yeah, everything with a Z. Yeah, they have to say something, yeah. But uh, I was like, hangry is the worst kind of anger sometimes. Oh, man, I'm so mean when I'm hangry. I think it's worse than being violent, man. Yeah, God, I'm so like, mean. Your tongue is a sword at that point, yeah. man. Because you can hear it like with a guy behind you. Like even, let's take this. It's a, let's say you pull up to the drive-thru. You just placed your order. There's four cars ahead of you waiting to get to window one. You're at McDonald's. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Now, the guy... You pull up. The guy in front of you pulls up. You don't pull up because what are you doing? You're playing on your playing phone. Playing on my phone or something. You, yeah, you're yeah, looking at something, trying to change the song, whatever. You may be talking to yeah, whoever's in the yeah, car with yeah. you. The guy behind you honks. Dude, Dude, I can pull one car length up. What did that do for you? Yeah, I'm like, now you're where I was, dude. Nobody's any closer. Yeah, I was like, nobody wins. Yeah. I was like, even the guy about waiting to put his order in? He's pissed it, off because you only moved up a half car length. Yeah. Asshole. Yeah. It's like, what? Chill out, man. Yeah. Just... And then you hear like what they're saying. Like, I always love it when, um, you know, hey, can I take your order? And I always hear it behind me because I got my window still rolled down. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they'll say, yeah, I order number one with a sweet tea. Sir, can you repeat yourself? Yeah. Sir. I want a number one with a sweet tea. Yeah. I'm like. Holy crap. It, it's what a lot more angrier than that. Yeah. yeah, no, they're mad. Are you deaf? Yeah, did you hear? I want a number one. <laughs> a number one. Yeah, you know, yelling at them. Which I get it. I get it. I completely get it. I'd be angry <laughs> as fuck. I'll be like, I'll give you a number one. Yeah, I got a number one for you, buddy. Like, literally. Good timing, man. I was hoping you'd ask for a number two. Yeah, I was hoping you wanted a number two right now. You want a large soda? <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, I couldn't do it. And then at the gas station, too, those people, they've been there chilling. We're talking about the idea of, uh, let's open this thing up. The conversation on the porch started like this with unemployment. Yeah. For everybody, it's like, why are you why just are ch- jumping to fast food? What's yeah, that? yeah. And so, to reopen the, the story is, like, we know a lot of people who have been saying that they're sick of working right now, that they would rather be on unemployment. 
Oh God, yeah. And now unemployment has ended. Yeah, the the six hundred dollars stimulus right. has ended or yeah, whatever. Right. That's gone. Which there'll be something else added. It probably won't be six hundred. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I see a lot of uh, you know petitions going out and people signing. I don't know how much good those things do, but I don't think they do any. But I don't either. I never like. I never see a change because of a petition. And that's horrible. That is literally your people writing you and like signing papers and liking or sharing and mm-hmm. like filling out the website form, whatever that looks like. They're letting you know that you have this many people that you represent wanting you to do something about yeah, this. This needs to happen. Now, if you represent them and you don't particularly agree and you have a, and we're talking politics, but we're talking about it very politely. Yeah. Um, if you know you can't get the thing done, is we should come up with some kind of a compromise. We should figure something out. We should think about these things. That's the thing about like right, our, objectively. Our... And there's a lot of that going around, you know. Like a lot of people are looking real bad. Like a lot of people that got voted for are looking really bad to some people because of the decisions they're making right now. Yes. In extreme times. Extreme. Because think about quitting or furloughing from your job, and then you've had to pick up work somewhere. Well, you've let's just hypothetically you've only done this type of work, whatever the market is. Let's say you were at a plant, yeah, or uh, you know, change your name, whatever. Yeah, like whatever you only have doing, like mechanic you've only skills, done that. <laughs> and you just like just take a hiatus. I'm going to take the quarantine seriously. I'm going to sit at home and draw the unemployment. Or what, you know, yeah, whatever you, I mean, you could You can't quit and get unemployment. Yeah, well, yeah. But, like, if they gave you an option of a layoff. Yeah, being like, you can take a layoff or you can keep on working. Okay, now that the 600 is ended, I'm guaranteeing that you based your income on that. Yeah, hell yeah, because you was getting that. Yeah. Until it, you it, That's the crazy thing about money is you live to your means. Hell yes. You figure out a way. Yeah. And I always, man, try to be as minimal as possible. Like, that is my philosophy. Is like, I don't, I don't want it to, to cost a lot for me to be here. Yeah. And I, I want to be able to use my funds to be able to support the things that I love. Yeah. And that's how I want to live my life. Yeah. As you should, you know. Yeah. I want to give back more than I received. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. With whatever I'm doing. Um, but I could not see off taking a furlough and then not getting my job back and I've you know had the $800 unemployment and then yeah. the 600 stimulus or whatever that was right? yeah whatever yeah whatever, whatever the numbers well, I don't know everybody's numbers yeah I didn't yeah, have, people's numbers are different so I, I guess I don't know yeah. I, I don't talk about those kind of things yeah numbers are numbers yeah um but I couldn't see, like, just trying to go take a job at, like, fast food or a grocery store or, like, crap like that. Like, and then not that I have anything against anybody working. I'm, we need those people. Yeah. I, no, I, they I had to be in, there. I they, find them incredibly valuable right now. I, I had to eat. I, I still eat at fast food restaurants almost every day, at least one meal, you know? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm thankful for what they do. I just, like, how we open the conversation is, like, people are so rude. Yeah, they get, shit on. they get shit on all the time. And it's, 
Sometimes it's nothing they can do about it. Yeah, it's like, man, you know, I'm really sorry that the ice cream machine ain't working right now, which is a common excuse for a lot of places. Yeah, and well, yeah, that's, we, that's, and we and we question the, is it really? But yeah, who knows? They do. Whether yeah. they want to tell you or not is up to them at this point. Yeah, They've I mean, already told you now. If it's 10.30 and they shut down the ice cream at 11 and they've already cleaned the machine. Oh, you can forget it. Yeah, no. I hate they were slow 30 minutes ago, but they yeah. are, they already said abandon the ship on this one. Yeah, they and you know, I, I understand that because you were at the restaurant. I worked in a restaurant and I know, you know, you cut the tea at 10.30 if the restaurant's closing. At ten, I used to work at this uh, Euro shop. It was actually um, a Philadelphia Philly shop. The guy was from Philly. Hell yeah! And it was like a legit Philadelphia Philly cheesesteak sandwich. And on top of that, he did euros. That's why I said that first. It's because yeah. like that's where I fell in love with a euro. They're so good. And he would like do the half and half. And like the thing about everything that we did there, and I used to open. So this is when I was still going to college. I did my class schedule to where I could open the restaurant. And so I would go in at, I think, 8 o'clock. It might have been like 7.30. It was somewhere in there. And it would be, you would have an hour to prep. And I had just started, and I immediately doing that prep. And so I had never, I had never spent a lot of time in the kitchen, for one. And I had never spent a lot of time, like, pairing vegetables. And so, like, my speed got better every day. But I would never be done doing my food prep by the time the place opened and like I was having to do like prep and while tr- while trying to cook people's food imagine this it's like what if I didn't even get to that prep item that they wanted to be like I didn't even get the onions yet oh, I now I had now I have to sit down and cut an onion okay I gotta figure this out and like continue had to get better and it's like people the restaurant business it's not exactly an easy place like we was like Oh, you work at Waffle House, huh? You just like crack open an egg and scramble that some bitch. Come on, man. That's yeah. not, not just. That's not all. Yeah, it's not it. It's just like your job. You don't just do this. Yeah. <laughs> they have to. You know, they. You know, Waffle House for sure. They have to cook bacon, sausage, pancakes, waffles. Yeah. All that. All the breakfast shit. I don't think they do biscuits though. Yes, they do. Do Ooh, they do biscuits? I'm glad you said that you've never had a Waffle House biscuit. No. It's something to write home about. You know how they bring you like four pieces of, or it's four halves of toast, like two pieces of toast? Yeah, yeah, Cut in half. And a pack of jelly sometimes? Yeah. Maybe. You know you can ask for a biscuit and you'll get that instead? And it's jam up. And they usually bring it out with butter. And you can put a little butter on between the buns. Put a little bit of that jelly. Yeah. Ooh, imagine, like, what's your favorite Waffle House jelly? You know, it's always a surprise unless you request what you want. Yeah. But, like, I always like it when I get mixed berry. Yeah, I like uh, either mixed berry or jelly, or grape. Yeah. I'm a grape guy. I prefer strawberry. But, like, the thing yeah. about, they have, like, uh, how do you feel about the blackberry? It has little seeds in it. Yeah, the little seeds are weird. If it didn't have those, it would be great. It's, I think it's the consistency because the taste is good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, but then the sometimes taste. it's kind of like a poppy seed to where I really don't matter. It don't, yeah, it don't like, mean a lot to me. It's just a little... Yeah. It's not a big, big deal. It's just kind of a weird texture thing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's grainy. It's like it's like taking a, a spoonful of sand with like jelly on the side, I guess. Not really a spoonful of sand, but like maybe three lance arm 
of sand. Okay, okay, I like work. Good job. Three lance arms worth of sand on a tea or tablespoon. Table. Okay. Tablespoon. Three, three measurements of lance arms. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And then jelly. Three grains. Yeah. Three three <laughs> measurements of lance arms of sand and then jelly. Like jelly to coat the rest of the spoon. Ah. That's kind of like what I imagine, you know. It took a long way to get there. It took a there, long time look, to get there. I, I think everybody has a better understanding of lance arms. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. You usually have to pay for something like this. Yeah. But here no. you are. Yeah. Yeah, we we offer this up for free all the time. tried to eat me yeah no it was uh you just uh sometimes the doorknob doesn't like to work from the inside um small fear factor here oh really well it's it's kind of weird like you turn it to the right and it usually catches pretty quick but if you turn it to the left 
in the inside before you turn it to the right. There's no telling what could happen. You may go to Narnia. It might be like the door to Willy Wonka. <laughs> you know, you might open it up and it be in a completely different hallway. Yeah. That's, um, you know, it's crazy. Poor Salt Travels. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was funny. I think it was the first time I had uh, Joshua on. Joshua Cosby. Yeah, yeah. Starring my seat. And he opened up the show, you know, introducing himself and Memphis and the song he was about to play. And right when we get to talking, he was like, uh, you know, he made it like a, now nah, I don't have to kill you. Yeah, Are you, no. And, and, yeah. But it, it was it was funny to me because, do you remember the last Halloween? The first people to be killed that were notable on camera were podcasters. Yeah, you're right. You are right. Yeah, and that's that's always it's it's funny to me in like darkest way, like when people bring that up, and he wasn't the first yeah, one to bring yeah, it up. Yeah. You know, I don't even know if they thought about that, but it's crazy, right? Tusk, the podcaster, died. Ooh, that's a ooh. No, he got. Let's not spoil it. He didn't oh, die. Well, yeah, he doesn't die. He gets transformed. Yeah, yeah. Wild, and his girlfriend was a piece of crap. She was worst. But who would say that he was the biggest piece of crap? Who could say you just have to watch Tusk for yourself? Yeah. So yeah, those are the two things that come to my mind: is doing a traveling podcast. I'm making stabbing motion at him with my air knife. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. What if this is the last place that you're gonna go? I mean, That's wild, dude. I don't ever want to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. What if this is the last place I'm ever going to go? No, no, no. You know, it's crazy because we're, we're both commuters, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a reality. is like we drive further than most people. Most people, yeah. Like I drive 50 minutes to work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're nothing I, too like me. You know, every morning... Get, I wake up, get ready. I usually scramble. Like, I wake up just in time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Scramble, get a shower, hit the, out the door. Yeah. Right when I pull out of the driveway, I'm already praying. And that's yeah. the first thing that I'm praying is, if you see fit, please protect me on the road today. Yeah, watch out for me while I'm driving. Yeah. Please keep me safe, and please keep me aware. Yeah. We take for granted how dangerous the road is. Yeah. Especially now. Dude, it's getting more and more every day. There's more and more people speeding on the road every single day. That's that's been something crazy. I don't want to talk. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time here. Uh, it's it doesn't do anything. But I've noticed since the protests and the BLM movement that like cop and cop involvement with regular traffic stops has been minimal. Yeah. No. Have you noticed that? Yep. Is it is it just me? No, it's it's it's. I think it's widespread. Because I, I notice, like on interstates now, like the main ones that I travel on a daily basis, is the speed limit is seventy. Yeah. But we freely go eighty five. Eighty five. Yeah. Straight driving eighty five. Yeah. Freely and see a cop and like and they pass you. Yeah. Like that. It's not even like that's the concern. Like the main concern. Like I don't. I think I respect it. Well, they're like... Because, I mean, like, I, I don't know, like, people on the road right now, it's like, you have to take for granted, like, traffic's different. Like, being the whole closed down is, uh, 
I can tell you like now of like I'm, I wonder about schools and we'll get to yeah. that is um, you know when school's in session I have to take a extra 20 minutes or maybe even 30 just to ensure like I need to leave and I'll be early at this point yeah because I, I have to beat the school buses because yeah. I stop go stop go because the first part of my drive is highway yeah and that that's that's kind of the crazy part of the drive right it's like okay just say you're in Columbus is like well first I have to get through the streets yeah then I'll get to the highway then I'll get on the interstate then I'll be going yeah. wherever I have to go for me it's like I'm on the highway I'm in the country I know if I don't leave by this time I won't beat the moms and dads who are dropping their kids off at the daycare yeah there'll be a long line of people pulling in it's, I know what time they're going to be there so I need to plan to be there after or before yep and if I go after, can I be on time? Yeah, no. You start. It's the teeter-totter. And then it's I was like, well, if I chance that, I have to drive faster. What am I risking? Well, I have to drive, you know, I have to drive through the school zone right there in Macon. The school right there off the side of the road, I think it's like Macon High School or something. Yeah, I couldn't say, yeah, but I know what you're talking about. Anyway, and it got yeah. the the nice, pretty little flower bed that says the town name or whatever yeah. right there at the four way stop or whatever. Yeah, is that right? And yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The uh, and you know it drops down to like forty five right there. Which school hasn't been in session, it hasn't been an issue. Right. So I'm yeah. wondering if when it does start back, if I'm going to be hung up in all that, you know, because. Mm-hmm. It's right there off the side of the highway. You know it's going to mess my drive up. Yeah. That's crazy. Conversation with Catherine. Like while I was at uh, Munson Brothers uploading the podcast. Like we started the episode out here talking about that. You know, she asked about the commute and she's like, how are you not sick of that? I don't mind it. In reality, it's something that I've always done. Since I've been old enough to work, I've always had a drive. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a primitive thing, right? I live in a small town, mm-hmm. and I don't work any of those jobs that are provided there. So I have to leave there. But I'm not necessarily wanting to leave there. Yeah, you, you want to you wanna dip your toe yeah. somewhere else and then come back. Mm-hmm. Well, and you do it five times a week. Yeah, you, well, you, like, well, let's say you dip your knee. Yeah. Dip to your knee. Uh, yeah, it would be more of a knee, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, sometimes I'll crash in Columbus. Sometimes I'll even crash in Starville. Like, that's the crazy thing about it. I remember when I first started working there. Yeah. I never hung out in Starville. I didn't know. I didn't know anybody. Yeah. And I was, that when I when I accepted the job, right after I accepted it and got off the phone, like, that was the immediate thing that ran through my head. It was like, oh, my God. You don't know anybody. Yeah. And then immediately dawned on me, it's like, you moved to Mobile, dummy, with, you know, Jesse yeah. Hildreth, like yeah. one of your childhood best friends. Like, granted, you had somebody with you, but you didn't know anybody down there. And when you first started hanging out in Columbus, you didn't know anybody. It's like, you can do it again, dummy. You've yeah. done it. Yeah, you've done it. You've already done it. You know how to do it. Oh, it's, cra- it's crazy being in a new place. Yeah, man. it is. It is wild to move to somewhere new, though. Like I'm working down there in Meridian. I don't want to. I don't want to live in Meridian. I don't like the town. 
It's like Baby Jackson to me. It is Baby Jackson. And it's it's like and Jackson's a very dangerous place. Yeah, I would say that uh <laughs> I would say Meridian's pretty dangerous too, man. I wouldn't take anything away from that. Yeah. I'm not crapping on you, Meridian, but I'm just No, it's it's kinda matter know, of fact. It's just yeah, it's just statistics and things of that nature. But yeah, I mean I drive down there every day. It's like an hour and a half from here. Ooh, you got it better than I do. Yeah. Got it better. Got it better. Got it worse. For all my grammar folk. Yeah, the grammar folks out there. Yeah, no, it's it's not that bad though, dude. I get on the highway and I'm out. Like I drive seventy nine miles on forty five. And that was my big spill about it, is like what I like about my fifty minute drive and I got off on the in the factor of like it might be my last drive. And like more positive is like man, you know what I've done Sunday? Like I love my Sundays. Like Sundays oh, are yeah. sacred. Sundays are yeah, that's the off day. Is I make my playlist for my work drives. And I change them out weekly and like I might manipulate the day, like Yeah. I've always got like the bad day playlist. Yeah. Like yeah. what to hear on the uh the way home. Something that won't add to the damn madness of it, you know. Something that'll be uplifting. Yeah, no. Well, or you know, and I have my podcast. Yeah, no. Stuff you know that I enjoy. Like I I know, I've got. That's the way I look at it. It's like when I get off work, I got roughly an hour to deal with the people that I love that I live in the community with. I got an hour and a half to figure myself out. Yeah. And I, and I don't feel like I come home loaded. Yeah, no, that's yeah. I'm I'm I feel like I'm, you know, kind of recuperated from work by the time I get home. Now, when I commuted from Columbus to Birmingham, holy crap! Yeah, that's a bit much. Yeah, that was too much. That's two hours at least. Yeah, yeah. I commuted from Columbus to Birmingham for uh, six months. Man, love that job. I should have just moved to Birmingham. That's another crazy place, you know. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I would say, number two to Pritchard. Pritchard is in Mobile. Okay. Uh, What's crazy, like, I did a lot of, I did a lot of work in Pritchard, like a lot of uh, volunteering and stuff. Yeah. I guess you'd call it work. It'd be like mission work. It was community development. Yeah. Um, Through the university, I was a leader on this team that I led for community development. We had a, a mission that we reached out to and helped out. It was called Lie the Village. And it was in the Alabama Village, which is the worst part of Pritchard. And what happens there, this is crazy to me, John, is there were these uh, two Mexicans. Um, they came out of L.A. Yeah. And they were in the baddest L.A. gang. I can't even remember the name of it. The, it was some spent the law something whatever. Yeah. Anyway, you you can find the story for yourself. You can go to lilavillage.com or you can even look them up on YouTube. Like they're not unknown people, but they they came out of the gang. Yeah. And they knew how gangs worked. Like they understood the blood and crips. Like everything about the creed and everything they had against each other. Like they understood like 
the ideology of gangs and like what makes gangs hate each other and like what turf and like yeah they understood everything Eves the guy who uh, runs like the village in the Alabama village the heaviest gang activity activity in area. Pritchard yeah called him come check this out John yeah that was the first place that they had gone to because their ministry was they became uh, Christians they found Jesus through being in the gangs and that's how they left the gang yeah like that was that was their faith and okay. so their ministry was like going to these heavy crime areas like they had been to the big cities such as like Chicago and like you know where a lot of gang violence happens and like they perform what they call like gang ministry is like they would help uh, Christians who are trying to impact the most impoverished and gang infested areas in the city where evangelist and missionary type people are trying to work and get involved there yeah. Which is why, like, defunding the police is bad because that is a prime example. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a, it's it's a lot to take, but my God, there's there's pedophilia floating around. There, oh, there's people man, being arrested so left and right well, right you, now. You showed me that list outside. As long it took me, I don't know how many thumb swipes scroll through it, it on Facebook. It's exhaustive, right? Yeah. There's, there's a lot. Yeah, it's like the color thing. You remember the color wheel that people posted on Facebook for a while? Mm-hmm. It was like that, scrolling through it, and names of politicians that were arrested today for pedophilia, and it's not going to stop. No, it's, that's the thing. That's that was the main mention. It's like this is only the first unsealment. Yeah, this is the first run of arrest. And by the way, like I don't want to out the guy, but like it's it's insane to me. I'm not saying anything about the guy's character. I'm not going to say anything after this. Yeah. I just want you to think about this. Gotcha. It's crazy to me. Tom Hanks is now a citizen of Greece. Yeah, he's running, dude. He's running. Came out that he he was suspected of pedophilia, and then he ran to Greece. Now, granted, like, he's got the new warship movie like the Navy movie coming out where they're having the naval battle and a lot of people are hyped about that well yeah he does a good soldier yeah he's proven that yeah and I think it'll be a great movie but like I'm also where's it gonna stand I'm hearing a lot of flack right now like with all this stuff coming up and what's crazy is like nobody's talking about it but like in small groups you'll hear it come up be like I I wanted to see that movie but mm, I don't know I don't know who who is him who, yeah, who, who, is who is this guy? Like, is he one of the ones that drinks the ch- kid's blood, or is he one of the ones that sleeps with them? Oh, now we're getting really off the deep end, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, no, dude. It's like, I was listening somewhere, I think it was, like, Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. It's some weird podcast about crazy <laughs> new shit I listened to. I know the one you're talking about. And uh, they were talking about... Ellen DeGeneres was on her show talking about how she rubbed, like, foreskin, like, child foreskin cream on her face. It's like a wrinkle cream. <clears throat> Swear to God, it was on the show. I've heard, like, there, there are... There are podcasts out there that are having, like, these ex-celebrities, like, the people that you don't see... 
on TV anymore. Yeah. And they're like talking about going to these Hollywood parties. And like the things that you hear is like just so ridiculous. Like Weird Al surface. Like somebody made mention it's like it's weird. Weird Al has been in the game for 30 years or however long he's been in the game. Yeah. And nothing sexual has ever come up. And like then it kind of. I don't know, we would have to look at these tweets and, like, try to dig it back up, but um, he's never been accused of anything, like, as far as sexual assault or, like, no. any... You ne- There's no bad beef on him. Yeah. And I, I believe it's because he saw something and he got away from it. Because I think it was also reported that, like, that was his first and last time of going to a party like that. And, you know, he's never raised his stardom. He's been on, you know... Yeah, a plane. plane his entire time, which... You know, he's great. In his own way. Yeah, in his own way. But he's still never Such reached Such small peak. doses for me. Yeah. But I totally respect what he does. Eat it. Just eat it. Yeah. Never mind. You know, the Oreo song. Or what is it? He he covered Michael Jackson's Beat It with Eat It. Oh, Lord mercy. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> anyway, man. No. I think they're going to hit Hollywood within the next week or so, and then it's going to get real strange. I'm seeing some of the faces coming up. Yeah, like you mentioned Tom Hanks, Citizen of Greece now. I would go after him. I would, well, I don't think they extradite in Greece. I think that's probably why he went. And probably. also, when they look at pedophilia, supposedly in Greece, it's, it's looked at as a mental condition to worse. Yeah. Yeah, they'll put him in like a mental hospital or something. Probably not. Probably not, yeah. They'll just keep on living life. Dude, that's what's going to happen to most of this. That's why nobody's talking about it. It's because this shit's going to just get swept under the rug. That they went to prison. Yeah, well, yeah, these people resign. These people ain't making movies no more. And that'll be where it'll be. Off the deep end for sure. And we're talking about idols, man. These are people that... You know, nobody wants to say that they worship the ground that someone else walks on. But we all have people in Hollywood that we just admire the shit out of. Everybody. It's like, that guy played Mr. Rogers, of all people. I know, dude. God, he was just... If this is true, I'm not saying that the crap is true. Yeah, we're not not shitting on him. I'm not crapping on Tom Hanks, but like, it's crazy. Like, Mr. Rogers was like, what if it come out that he was... And that's another thing. Like, how do you feel about this? It's like, okay... We're in the 21st century. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, like, looking back on, like, the moral integrity of people in the past? I don't believe it's a fair thing because you don't know what was uh, the cultural aspect of that yeah, you time. Don't, you don't, yeah, we weren't there to know the co- cultural norm at that time. And the way that it was written about. Now, you had to, yeah. to know, man, like, you had to believe, like, some of the things that I wrote about the past it has to be just like today like if we pulled up a newspaper of like 2015 and we read about an event and me and you both happened to be there and they're like they wrote about it in some kind of way and be like i was actually there i was there that's not the way it was at all see that's what i think is happening in a lot of with a lot of the history books it's like i don't believe we need to you know if it's our history, it's her history. Yeah, it's history, history. And I don't think that it's right for us to judge the moral character or integrity of a person after they're dead. But it happens a lot with like musicians and like the creative types. Oh, yeah. Usually, they're highly praised. Like think about Prince, Chris Cornell. Is like they're bigger than ever right now. Yeah, I oh, love yeah. both the artists. Yeah, but 
and I'm not talking about their moral integrity at all, but I'm just saying Prince like, was into some wild shit. Like think think about like they were insanely huge, but after they died, it was like through the damn roof. Oh yeah, way up. Kurt Cobain. Yep, skyrocketed. Probably one of the only things that kept Nirvana going was Kurt Cobain dying. Honestly, sorry. Not a fan. We know we've talked about this. We've talked about this. We've talked about this. You can give him his best. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no, I mean, it's going to get worse, dude. It's going to get way worse, and there's going to be lots of important people go down because everybody was tied to Epstein in his, his pedophile island. It's starting to look like it. I mean, more and more, the deeper they go, the deeper it gets, man. And that's that's the way it is. That's the way it's gonna be. something but it, it's another thing to not know anything yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true enough <laughs> true enough okay so Bill and Ted 3 face the music you got Bill and Ted's most excellent adventure that's the one I remember Bill and Ted's bogus journey like that's the nostalgic so go ahead and tell me like have you seen the second one yeah the second one Bill and Ted's bogus journey does it hold up mm-hmm. it's okay uh, uh, okay, let me stop you right there. It's okay. So, are we talking like Fast and Furious Two? Are we talking like Dumb and Dumber, or or Dumb and Dumber Two? Well, George Carlin had died, or wasn't able to be in Bogus Journey. 
so they had to get a new guide into. Okay. So that made it kind of weird when you were ready to have George Carlin again. Now, a little bit about George Carlin. We're talking comedian. Yeah, he's a comedian. Hilarious prophet. And uh, he was like Bill if and he Ted's. he was alive today, he would have the best jokes. Oh, man. Oh. God, I wish he was alive today just to hear what he had to say God, about he, everything. He would, he would be in his heyday. It would be so good. He'd be like, I told you motherfuckers they were pedophiles from the start. I told you. I told I you. I told you. I told you. Yeah, he'd just be old like Anna Walker because he'd be like, shit, had to be like 90-something Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Anyway, so in Bogus Journey, it's basically Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure again. It's just, you know, with a different scenario. They have to like save music, I think. That's the second one. Oh. That's the second. The first is they have to do the history project. And uh, well, what are we going off of here? Like, can you give us a history of these movies? Can you tell us like, is this a, is this the trilogy? Is this this is the trilogy? Like, so they're all they're all one, two, three. One, two, three. Yeah. So they're not like basing it off of the second. They're they're saying all this is inclusive. Yeah, it's all it's all a thing. That's why it's face the music. Because I guess, like, by judging from what I've seen in the trailers, it's going to be Bill and Ted saving the world, basically, with their daughters. I mean, these are not great movies. To Let's just put that out there. They're not fantastic cinema. You know, it's like Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It's just that cult, the anticipation Ooh. for a new one, you know. So we're, in regards to what we talked about earlier, pedophilia, I don't think you'll hear Keanu's name, Keanu's name come up. I don't think you will either. And also, like, he's extremely just beloved, right? Like, I don't think, I think anybody that has beef with him has, like, beef with a McDonald's double cheeseburger you know it's yeah, like just some reason to be mad it's like it's a household name the Matrix and things you know he's done he's done so much good too yeah like and behind then, the scenes yeah like donating to hospitals yeah and he's like a regular charities. guy he like, like rides on the subway yeah he's just a regular dude yeah which is the way it should be handled. Way yeah, it should be he's just a regular dude. That's so I, been I wouldn't be surprised, like, if the name never surfaced. Um, I hope not, man, because that would be a detrimental blow. He would be one of those detrimental blows. Or you lose faith in humanity. Yeah. No, it would be like, are you serious? And so, like, with the movie is like we're talking thirty bucks. Yeah. Well, that's that's for Mulan and Disney Plus. They haven't released a number for Bill and Ted yet. I can almost guarantee it's not going to be $30. I can get behind Disney releasing Mulan streaming on Disney Plus and other services for $30. Because think about it like this. This is this was going to be my argument. I think you're about to say it. Think about 
like the UFC parties. I, I've been to them. Yep. Where you You're have talking like about a, what I want to talk about. Barbecue. I wouldn't get to fight if I couldn't have the boys over. Yeah, no. You want you wouldn't even want to get it if you were just going to sit in the living room and watch we're, it by yourself. We're going to have some hamburgers. We're going to have some hot dogs. We're going to grill out. We're going yeah. to have maybe some steak. Yeah. The girls will come over. They can have girl talk. Yeah. And we're going to watch We're going to have the fight on. Yeah. So, I mean, Disney's like, okay... We so, can make an event out of this. We know this This is going to happen. We know these people are going to invite the cousins or the neighborhood kids down the street. And the word 30 bucks don't seem like 30 bucks. Yeah. Because if you can get 10 people, and surely it's God $3. can get 10 people. Yeah. That's three bucks. Yeah. It's like 10 people. Okay. Or well. we'll get the movie if y'all bring snacks. Hey, there you go. Yeah, we'll like, get the movie. Y'all bring snacks. Bring the bring the tortilla. Bring the tortilla. Yeah. And that'll be the way it'll happen. So Disney's like, we gotta charge them money for this. We can't just be like ten bucks to rent. Yeah, it's gotta be thirty dollars to rent. It may be cheaper to buy. Yeah, it'll probably absolutely be cheaper to buy. And that's the comparison that you give it because you think about going to a movie. Now, granted, you're in a relationship. Yeah, you, know, you think about let's just say here, round it off. Ten bucks go Ten, see a movie. Yeah, two bucks a piece. A piece, twenty yeah, bucks. Twenty bucks. Yeah. Now, granted, girl going on popcorn, going on a drink. Yeah. Might as well say that's ten bucks a piece. Forty bucks. Yeah. Cause God, they love their soft drinks and yeah, they love so, their popcorn. Yeah, they're proud of that shit. They damn proud of it. And so you're at forty dollars. So you and your girl out on a nice date watching a movie on top of. You probably went out to eat before. Yeah, probably dinner, yeah. Probably dinner before, yeah. Not a bad deal. Yeah, you're... Because what else are you going to do? What are you you really going to do? Yeah, really, there's nothing much to do, you know, really. When you think about it, nothing cool in the summertime. Yeah. I mean, everything that could possibly be cool has been canceled. Yeah, well, well, I'm saying on a typical summertime, you know. Will Will it be a success? It's hard to say. I think Disney doing the 30 is going to be semi-successful because of the nostalgia. And I think that's the only reason Bill and Ted will be successful is because of the people my age and older that are like, fucking Bill and Ted's got a new movie coming out. Wild Stallions! You know. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, we're like... Bill and Ted's got a new movie coming out. How can we watch it? Oh, the theaters are closed. Oh, they're playing it here. On demand. I can get it any time. Let's watch call it the boys. Leisure. Let's call it up. Dude, dude, let's watch Bill and Ted. Dude, you got that new surround sound system. Let's watch it over at your <coughs> house. I'll pay the fee. You and know, that, that kind of That's what shit. they're thinking, right? Yeah, they're thinking that's going to happen. Did we do anything? Did we do... Did we... Where? What? Yeah. What... What did we do? Uh, what did we do? <laughs> Summarize. The p- Shot the shit. Yeah. Did the porch talk. Did. Wasn't well, caught off the deep end. Guess it will. Yeah. I, we definitely went I, off the deep end. I think end. we did. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. It's good to have you on. Out of here. Always a pleasure, man. Peace. Hey, thank you so much for listening to Porch Talk. The songs that you heard, number one, 
was American Tattoo by Fuzzy and the Rust Belts. Second song was Cold Hard Truth by Star Massey. Third, Damn Boy, What's Wrong With You? It's just Damn Boy. It's by Taylor Hollinsworth. And we're going to walk it on out the door right now with No One's Gonna Love You. This is a cover by JPKS, Justin Peter Kinkle Schuster of probably my favorite song of all time, No One's Gonna Love You by Band of Horses. Out of here. One, two,
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.